T.O. weigh in, what do you think about it? T.O. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the JMBA Boxing Podcast here in the Cult of Ramble Ranch in the Chingity Chanchek Studios. I'm your host, Whiskey J, the Cult Leader himself, the Grand Wizard of Fuckery, the Chief Engineer, Shenanigans and Laughter. Got left to talk about hey, there's a show happening tomorrow night. The greatest show in boxing. I don't know about that, but Tiafima Lopez returns from his quote unquote retirement to defend his lineal, lineal junior welterweight NWBO. Junior Welterweight Championships of the World against Jermaine Ortiz. So we'll give you our prediction and preview of tomorrow night's fight. We have boxing news. The postponement of Usyk, Fury, and who has to pay $10 million if they leave. Give, I'll give you my prediction and preview to that. And many other boxing news, boxing topic, boxing everything. But I'll do this by myself. I do have my co-host ready to go, ready to roll. Sudden, the one and only B-Ray in the motherfucking house. B-Ray. This is good. All right. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> don't know what that meant, but I... Making sure the mic actually works. Like, oh, because last time? Yeah. Like last time. Yeah, well. Yeah. So that, that was last time. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what that, that's what that was. I know, right? This is uh, this is now. This is now. Yes, this is now. And and, and uh, yeah, we're yes, yes, and you know, this is a special episode because we're doing it on a Wednesday. So we're giving Thursday. you two episodes actually. One yes. on one on the audio free feed, and then one mm-hmm. on the Instagram. Yep. It's also free, but just yeah, it's free. So yeah. we're giving you two episodes this week, which is again uh, episode I think two sixty two of the Jane Berry Boxing. I think yeah. I sent you the art clip for tomorrow. And then, of course, later on tomorrow, we'll up around 6.15, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time, we'll be on IG Live for the Whittier Fight Club IG edition. We, we're, not, we're not doing YouTube. We're going to go do an IG for this fight. Yeah. We, we've come to the conclusion that doing uh, Whittier Fight Club for YouTube, uh, not only is it uh, a little bit of a little bit to prep for that shit. Yeah. It, it is isn't actually, just, yeah, yeah. you know, got the lighting, the cameras. It takes a lot of production to go to do that. I, I think a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of production into doing that. B-Ray seen me do it, so he, he knows yeah. that it's a lot to it's actually. It's a process. It is. It's a process. And especially it's a weekday, so it's kind of do all that. And then I got to take this stuff down and get ready for rambling the next day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to do, so I think uh, I think Whittier, I think we had a great success for Mungio versus Knight Rider that I think we're going to have a good success for tomorrow night. What do you think? I think so, too. I th- it's going to be pretty successful. <clears throat> I think it'll be successful. Yeah. We'll be posting it up. But again, I think start time is six fifteen. The latest six thirty, we might go on. So yeah. we'll keep you guys posted. But I'm I'm aiming for six fifteen. But the latest uh, six thirty. I know the walk. The main card is not going to start until seven seven thirty. I think seven seven thirty. But yeah. you know, at least get on there for a couple. Get on there at least for an hour. Just shoot the shit with the fans. Start building up the hype. For oh it. yeah. So so what's going on, man? 
Uh, nothing much, dude. Nothing much, really much. Just, uh, well, I guess we're all gearing up, I guess, for the Super Bowl, right? So, yes. So, going for the Chiefs. You're going for the Chiefs. Going for the Chiefs. <sighs> I, I, you know what? I gotta go for the Niners. Well, you live in Sacramento, so it makes pretty sense. Pretty much, right? <laughs> so, pretty much, man. Yeah, Chiefs. Not Chiefs. The, the, the Queefs. The Queefs. <laughs> the, the Queefs. I'm going for the Chiefs. Uh, and not you? because of Taylor Swift. It's just. Uh, not because of Taylor Are you sure about that? Yeah, not, for, not for Taylor Swift? You know me. I hate T-Swizzle. <laughs> now, I just don't root for Diners. You really okay? All right, all right. I, I don't root for the Giants. I don't root <laughs> for the Giants. So how I root? For? Really, not, not the New, not the New York Giants. Really? No, no, the, the San Francisco Giants. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't root for. I don't root for anything. I don't root <laughs> what for anything is. from the fucking Bay. From the Bay. Oh, all right. I, I don't. I just don't. Like, I'm I sorry. No I, just, okay, I just yeah, don't. Yeah, I just no. don't. And Mr. Lewis talking about. Oh, I don't root for anybody. I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm a Dodger fan, and I'll never fucking root. I just uh-huh. don't fucking root like. You know, I'm I'm a fucking Laker fan, so I don't. Of course, I don't like Golden State or Sacramento. <laughs> I don't even acknowledge. I don't even acknowledge the fucking Clippers. So that's all good there. I'm, I'm a San Diego Charger fan. Yes, I know they're from LA, but I still call them San Diego Chargers. So that means I don't go for the Rams. I don't go for the fucking Raiders. I don't go for fucking the Cowboys, and definitely I don't go for the fucking 49ers. Simple as that. You know what I mean? Like the only okay, let me rephrase. The only people that I support from the Bay, yeah, is Andre Ward. It's Andre Ward. <laughs> it's Andre motherfucking Ward. I'm sorry, sorry, I shouldn't have said motherfucking Ward. Andre, son of God, <laughs> son of God. Or, or how uh, Povolev says, son of judges. Quack quack quack. <laughs> I just don't support people from yeah. the Bay. You know, I, I, that's that's just me. No, exactly. That's just you. I can't say much because I am not a hardcore. Hardcore fan, right? Of like the the footballs and all that. Yeah. So I can't much say to go fuck yourself. Like if you don't want, you not you don't got you're not going with them. You're not going with them. Yeah, yeah. It's that simple, you know. If you all have a problem with, we'll, you know, we'll fucking deal with it. Well, we have a <laughs> suggestion box. You can write there. <laughs> just put in your fucking box. Yeah, exactly. Just do that. I won't read it, but you can. But I I say I say Niners just because exactly I lived around that area and why not? Also, too, I remember uh, there were there were a lot of Niners fan also when I lived in Santa Maria, so. I've heard that team so much. When the moment I moved to basically up up there and then further up, it's it's always been that kind of that team. Yeah, that's when you were trying to bring the Adrian Brown fan club out there. Oh fuck that! Oh. <laughs> Never brought that. Fuck off. No. All right. No. All right. Nope. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Catch the Super Bowl. Yes. Catch the Super Bowl. Yes. It's gonna be. I'll in be. Vegas, ha- I'll be having pizza and wings. Pizza and wings. <laughs> and and the city of Pomona. In the city of Pomona. Yeah, going to home. Going to homies pad. Oh, nice, nice. Usually I do it here, but you know he's offering the food. I just got to bring whatever I'm drinking. So uh, never say no to that. Uh, no, I don't believe you. Never say no. Never say no. No. But what you got? Uh, well, okay. Well, well first off, um, I do want to. I feel like it's just it's just appropriate to bring it up. Um, so, uh, John Ryder, John Knight Ryder, Ryder, the gorilla. I'm sorry to, to interrupt you before we start. I do want to give a quick tribute. Don't. To former heavyweight champion, fictional heavyweight champion, oh. Carl Weathers, aka Apollo Creed. Yes, I'm glad you brought it up. I uh, we didn't we didn't. I thought we shouldn't acknowledge that. We should acknowledge that. We should actually. No, you know, I'm, I'm glad you did. You're right. We should like acknowledge that right now at the moment. Uh, that that happened last Friday, folks. Mm-hmm. If, if anyone's living under a rock, yeah, Carl Weathers, known as. Uh, 
Apollo, the guy who played Apollo Creed, and any fans of, as, as I said, uh, any fans of Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler movies, he played Chubbs in the movie Happy Gilmore. Yeah, he sadly passed away. I think it was he was seventy six. I think seventy six years old. The Count um, of Monte Fisto. <laughs> I'm trying to look for this. right the nicknames. Uh, the Master of Disaster. Uh, that was one of them. <laughs> he had so many. He's, a, he's retired more men than Social Security. <laughs> I retired more men than Social Security. Let me see if I got it right here. Weighing 221 pounds, a former heavyweight champion of the world, the Dancing Destroyer, the King of Sting, the Count. Of Monte Festo. Yo, you think you got enough names? Patience, Daddy. Almost done. The master of disaster, the one and only Apollo Creed. Rest in peace, big bucket of wind. But yeah, exactly. Huge Rest in bucket peace. Of yeah, Huge bucket of wind, man. You know, it, he, you know what? Like, like Stallone says, man, he wanted him not done this with, without him. He, he played a big fucking role in that Rocky movies, man. So, I Apollo totally Creed, one and two. One, two, three. I, I, I think his, I get you. His I get biggest you. roles were one and two. One and two were the big roles. You're right. Predator. He was in Predator. Oh, God. <laughs> Dylan. Uh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. bitch. Dylan. Yeah. Um, he did that one. He did Chubbs as fucking uh, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. <laughs> uh, he produced a lot of shows. Hawaii Five O. Yep. Uh, I think uh, he did a couple NCIS episodes. I think like, so, yeah. He was highly. He was in 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 there, and he was also a big fan of boxing as well, too. He was, yeah. Like I said, you know, fictional heavyweight champion. For sure. The reason I say that, <laughs> the reason I say that, ladies and gentlemen, because in twenty twenty two twenty the twenty uh, two thousand and two two thousand three, I want to say around that time, there used to be a show called the 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 Real Man Show on the Fox Sports, and they they show. did a poll saying who is one of the greatest heavyweight champions of all time. And they added Muhammad Ali, Joe Lewis, Joe Frazier, George Foreman, Mike Tyson, and they had Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa won that poll. Yeah. People actually believe that Rocky Balboa was an actual heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world. A two-time heavyweight champion yeah, of the world. Yeah. So if people believe that, I can assume a lot of people bet that, you know, Apollo Creed was a heavyweight champion, a heavyweight of, the champion of the world. So that's why I said, rest in peace to former... Fictional heavyweight, fictional champion, heavyweight champion, Apollo Creed, I agree. Uh, Carl Weathers, aka Apollo Creed. So I wanted to get that out of the way before you go into. Oh no, yeah, next no, of, of course, man. Rest in peace to him. I totally agree, <clears> man. Uh, another piece of our childhood fucking died for sure, dude. Um, exact. So yeah, John Ryder announced his, his retirement. We kind of called it. We kind of said it. You know, did. We kind of said it. You know, uh, I think at the telecast, and then we said it on the, the our recap review a couple of days later on the on I think it was episode two sixty one I think it was last week yeah it was about, last week I think I, yeah. I want to say maybe mm-hmm. uh, like two weeks ago mm-hmm. at this moment you had two you had a crack at the at the at the top by fighting Canelo you went twelve rounds with the champ and here you you went uh, what a couple rounds you went what nine rounds ten rounds with uh, this young stud. Mm-hmm. You gave you gave your best, and your best was not good enough. How much how much punishment are you willing to receive? Do I think he made a great payday against Canelo? Hell yeah! As he set for life, I think hell yeah. I think you. I think those are the questions you ask yourself. Do I still have the hunger? Do I still have the mm-hmm. urge? Do I really want to go into another fight like this against a young? Because all you're gonna do is fight these young studs. Yeah, that's what he's gonna do. And so, do I really want to do this? Is it really worth it? 
How much money do I have in the bank account? How much how much money do I have in the stock? Am I set for life? Do I don't have to worry about this? If the answers are yes, then I think yeah. Yeah. If you're already one foot in, one foot out, which I think uh, I think the telecast even said that he he was already talking about that you know that if he were to lose this fight, he would consider retirement. Mm-hmm. He lost the fight, and I think you know then that it, that made his decision even easier because like all right, I lost him out. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, I, I can I say I think he his, his was a career that started a little late, and it's sad because he's the type. Of, I want to say fighters that came out of the backbone of the sport because the, mm-hmm. with I think he had what six losses in his career. I want to say yeah, and the guy was a tough cookie. I give him give him all the credit. He gave Danny Jacobs a good fight. He did. He gave Canelo a good fight, and he gave Jaime Munguia a good fight. The guy was a tough cookie. And those are the type of fighters that if you're if you're off, if you're injured, mm-hmm. he'll make it a rough night for you. So I, I, I give John Ryder, is he a Hall of Fame fighter? No. But I think he's a fighter you got to respect because of what he was able to accomplish. And with, with, in, what, three, four years, he, he again, he got a main event spot against former, former champion Danny mm-hmm. Jacobs. He got a main event spot in Mexico City against Canelo, biggest payday of his career. Uh, yep. He got a decent payday against Jaime Munguia, and he was in the fight. He was in the he was two, two out of the three fights he was in it. He was, and but then again, like I said, like I said to you, how many fights are you? Gonna, I said it on the free. I said it on the. I think my, the prediction episode. How many fights are you going to be able to get into those type of things before the young stud? Yeah, and then I think this I mean, was the last time he was able to draw a gun and be like, "All right, let me get God. into this slugfest." Let me get his, to this gunslinging fight. His record really is thirty-two wins, um, seven losses. Yeah, but I give him respect. Those are the mm-hmm. backbones of the sport. Yeah. They're the journeymen. They're the guys that they keep these elite fighters check. Check, yeah. Because if I guess Canelo was injured, but Canelo was great enough that night to pull off the win. Pull off the win at least, yeah. Jacob was compromised. I don't know what happened that night. Bet if you're not in your A game. He will come and snatch. Yeah, <laughs> and we said it from Mungia. If Mungia walks in like a Derv- like in a Dervichenko type fight, it is going to be a mm-hmm. long night for you. We all said that. That's how much credit that I think this guy got. Very much, yeah. So, um, fuck it, man. Like I said, if he if he's secure with everything, I wish him all the luck, man. Yeah, and yeah. and and if he's happy with the crew, which he said here, like it's a long one. You guys can read it. So if anyone follows him, also match from boxing. He 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 had a big statement. He said that he was he's satisfied of the career he has. He had with boxing, and he's finding out he's just finding it out piece that he he's he's okay with walking away. That's good for him. But uh, yeah, wish him all the luck. That's what he said. Although I didn't manage to win the world title, I've achieved and experienced more than I could ever have imagined when I first put on the pair of boxing gloves, and I wouldn't change that for any belt. That was one of the things he said, and I love that one. That's what he said. So, yeah. yeah well, hopefully, go, yeah, hopefully it goes well after, you know, life be, after boxing. He'll probably be the announcer. You know, he'll probably. He did mention any, somewhere there that he wants to continue, uh, you know, still helping boxing. I think he said he wants to um, train other fighters with his uh, current the, – the trainer, I guess, that he had. I think he said that somewhere there. So, basically, he still wants to be in boxing. Basically, he wants to help now the new up-and-coming fighters. So, that's good of him. That's. I mean, that is, that is one of the best things you can do, really. Honestly, when you're done, when you want to be done from boxing, help you can help out the sport, give the, the young guys the knowledge that you have. But also, so. said, remember I said, 
I don't consider you retired until you've been five years out the game. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Uh, who knows? Just saying. Yeah, exactly. So who fucking knows? Um, there's a video. I'm sure everyone's seen it today. Delaoya initiates a hug with Cenicia Estrada. What did he say? It's it smoked the peat. Those the, the, the it smoked the peace pipe. You, okay, I'll play right now. Let me see if I can play right now. Hold on. Smoke the peace pipe. <laughs> I bet you want to smoke the peace pipe, homie. No, that's what I did. Bet, I bet you want to smoke the peace pipe, homie. <laughs> Look, this is what it's all about. I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to put on. I can't even say how great of a fight it's going to be. Um, and that's what it's all about. So I, you know, thank you, Bob. Yeah. Appreciate that very much. Thank you for. Making the fight happen as well, um, and let's not smoke any peace pipes like, like until like after the fight. <laughs> we don't want tainted substance in the blood and urine. Example. No better time than right now. Smoke the peace pipe. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, she left. I think she left kind of thinking they were gonna propel her into this next level that they were gonna make her. The equivalent to what Round the Rousey did to MM to UFC. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Sinisha uh, Estrada is a talented woman, fast, fucking punches hard. From what I heard, um, from what I've seen, she, yeah, she gives say. she gives a lot of men a run for their money. I remember watching her spar men around her size, and she gave them a good ru- a good a good rundown. Um, I think she left. Like many other fighters have left De La Hoya going, okay, well, this was a waste of my fucking time and my talent. And went to Bob Arum, and I felt that Bob, I felt that Bobby, Bobby. oh, Bobby, the, the Bob father, I think he's done a pretty good job with her. I was going to say. And bet Bob is very limited with the stable he has of women. So Bob has to then go across the street right. and go talk. Um, this says a lot here, though, because De La Hoya is working with Bob. Mm-hmm. There's no issues about involving the zone. This is this fight. He's lending the fighter to go mm-hmm. across the street. Yeah. So, um, it just says a lot there too. By the way, I it's, think it says a lot. Delahoy, can be an asshole. But I think there, there are moments Delahoy kind of shows this side of himself. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know. Just say you know. Okay, you left. Congratulations. You know. We're now now we're here. You now you're sitting across from me. With, I've got my fighter, and now you you're with this other promoter. Hey, fuck it, let the best person win, right? And I'm gonna ride with here, but I'm gonna be respectful about it because I used to promote you. I think that's uh, that's class. It's a class act. It is. He's a piece of shit. But it's a class act. <laughs> that's very true. But yeah, that was very interesting to see that. Um, Woo, all right. Uh, th- th- I think, you know, not, not take away from, like, in my opinion, not take away from the uh, the fight that's happening tomorrow, right? Tifuma Lopez. Um, but I feel like this is, like, one of the biggest news, really, that we're going to be talking here because it's one of the biggest fucking fights. The heavyweight championship of the world that was supposed to happen on February 17th, I believe. Yeah, 2024. Yeah. It's now, it's, it got canceled. It got fucking postponed. Now, wasn't it last week, I believe, last week or two weeks ago, that we mentioned how excited we were going to do Weedier Fight Club for that mm-hmm. fight? Yes. And me specifically, you know, just very easily, quickly said that, you know, that hopefully, you know, 
Fury doesn't back out of the fucking fight. We, I think we were giving it was last week. We were giving right? we were giving the scheduled announcement. We're like okay, February seventeenth, recommended for this fight. March thirtieth, we're doing this fight. And then, of course, you know, further dates to come. But mm-hmm. cards are subject to change. And he said, "Yeah, maybe some, maybe someone pulls out of a fight <laughs> or gets injured." Something like that. And like, so Friday, yeah, Friday noon. Was it Friday? Uh, yeah, Friday afternoon. Yeah, right. We get word that the fight is postponed. Tyson Fury suffered a cut during sparring. The footage has surfaced. Some people are criticizing it. Uh, but the fight's postponed until was it May? May eighteenth. May 18th. May 18th. Fucking have to wait now until fucking May. Um, Do you think it was a legit cut? Well, based on what we're seeing now, um, it looks legit, but I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to say this. I don't care what the fuck people say. It's kind of hard to believe them. Well, I'm noticing the the video you sent me. And from the shot he took, it's... The cut should be on his right eye, but the cut's on the left yeah. eye. Could be and, 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 but he's claiming he got elbowed. Right. And that's how he got cut. There, I mean, there... But, but the footage shows him in an orthodox stance, and the guy comes in and hits him with the left because he's a southpaw, because mm-hmm. you know, he's fighting someone a southpaw. But, he's claiming, but the cut is on the left side, not the right side. I don't know if it's a situation where like the, it's one of those, like, the camera is like, uh, how do you say it? Like, it's almost like a mirror. You know how the, they said the same thing about Aero Spence when he took the picture of his eye? They're like, oh, the right eye is on the wrong one. But it was just because of the phone, the picture he took. I don't know if it has something. You get me? Like, I don't know if it has something to do with that. But I don't know. Like, I've, I feel something was, I don't know. Something was up, man. I don't mean to sound like, oh, you're just saying that. No, I'm sorry. Like, just. What, two weeks before the fight? Don't you call me a coward. <laughs> don't you ever call me a coward. I don't know. It's kind of hard to believe. If it really happened, hey, I'm sorry. and But I'm sorry. I, but then I'm fucking, I'm sorry that I, it's kind of hard to believe you. Coward again. I've had 35 professional fights. I've been boxing 18 years of my life. I've climbed off the canvas 10 times of the biggest punches in history to win. Never a coward. Never back down from any man in my life. And if any man calls my wife a bitch, I take his fucking teeth out. Do you I didn't call your wife a bitch. I didn't call your wife a bitch. I, I don't do. I don't do that. I don't do that shit. I don't do that shit. Well, well, I'll apologize hey, for that, man, because I thought it's about my wife, happens. and I'm no shit coward. I boxed all my life. Shit happens. Shit happens, brother. You call me a coward. You've never boxed in your life. How am I a coward? I've had 35 professional fights. I'm a two-time undefeated heavyweight champion. I'm the second longest reigning lineal champion in history. How am I a coward? Let's see the answer. Let's, let's see the coward. No, 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 let's see the answer in the 18th of May. We will I, have I, I, the point of... May 18th is going to be finito. <laughs> I, I do, I do. You're all going to be working for me as doffers, you ugly little bastard. Like Never Parker. call me a coward again. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so the, the the bitch comment is Egus put out saying that he probably got his bitch to hit him with a frying, frying pan. There we go. And you can and but the fucked up thing is that at the end he goes and you can quote me on it word for word. Everyone jumped in saying, "Damn, he's talking about Tyson Fury's wife." I thought he was talking about Tyson Fury's wife when I read that comment. He's claiming no, I didn't talk about your wife. 
Maybe he was talking about his lackeys saying maybe you got one of your lackeys to hit you with a fucking frying pan. Joseph Parker. Joseph Parker, <laughs> back boy. Um, <laughs> shit happens, shit happens, shit happens in, in boxing. It, yeah. It, Injuries it happen. You know, uh, this is something I've always talked about. I think me and you were talking about it, I think, on Saturday morning about fighters going compromised to fights. You no, know? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Esqueleto pointed out, Esqueleto asked me the question, why is it that back in the day in the, 19, the 1900s, 1920s, fighters lasted you know before the before the 15 rounders 12 rounders these guys were going for unlimited rounds you know before, <laughs> before the, the queensberry story. rules match people were just going until last man standing and he goes well you know nowadays you get hit in the chin a lot of these fighters fall and you know back in the day these guys were going for again stamina like crazy 30 rounds you know there's recorded round there's recorded fights of going 40 rounds you know there, you know there's fights that took two days to actually establish you know what i mean um and I said two things. The two reasons why one, uh, big people were just built tougher back in the day, and secondly, uh, some of these fighters weren't training. It was more like, "Hey, Brian, you're gonna fight in the dock tonight against yeah. fucking Willie." Yep. One-eyed Willie, and you'd be like, <laughs> "All right, fucking you and one-eyed Willie be fighting in the docks." You know what I mean? And it would be until whoever last, whoever lasts, whoever long. lasts as long as you know. Long. You weren't preparing. Nowadays, you got fighters going into six, eight week, ten week training camp. They're mm-hmm. sparring hard. You know, Floyd is, and I know I always have to mention Floyd, but Floyd's always mentioned that the hardest part in boxing is the is the training. The 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 hard work is in the camps. Mm-hmm. You go through hell. What does that mean? You go through hell. You beat your body up to fine tune it to prepare it for thirty minutes of war. Yeah, you spend eight to ten weeks mentally and physically preparing your body for war. So a lot of these fighters going into these fights to get knocked out quick. Or just don't seem to be the same. You can't imagine. They put their bodies through hell. Oh, yeah. You know? They really so, do. was Tyson Fury taking his fight seriously? Probably. Did did uh, did he go a little bit overboard in the sparring? And made, did the sparring partner go a little overboard by punching him and probably causing him a big amount of money? Yes. Bitch shit happens. I am not going to be... I'm not going to be in that boat with you thinking mm-hmm. that something came up. That, oh, he pulled... I, I would have. I would have came up with something else. I, I, I mean, you can't fake a cut. No, you, you can't. I guess I'm more trying to say, like, I don't know, like. If you, I think if you would have said I pulled a quad or yeah, I pulled a muscle and I and uh, but the motherfucker got cut. Yeah, he, he could have been like I, I pulled a muscle or, mm-hmm. or this. I don't. He could have been like I. I sustained an injury that I have not wanted to disclose to people. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I, you know, you know what I mean. Like I've, I've had a bad, I've had a bad knee injury for the last five years, and I haven't been wanting to tell everybody. But this in this camp, it's flared up, and after after discussing it with my team, we feel that it, it's better for us to postpone the fight and let my knee heal. Then I would have been in the boat. Oh, he's ducking! He's fucking ducking! He's ducking! Look, he's a duck! Quack quack quack! You know what I mean? Like all that shit. <laughs> Instead, I, I see he's cut. Freak accident, shit happens. Yeah. I don't think it's a duck. I think shit happens. Like I said, if you would have came out of nowhere and came out with a, an undisclosed injury, like, oh, you know, I've had a, I've had the shoulder injury for the mm-hmm. last five fights. You know, I got to pull out. I'm like, oh, fuck, all right. Yeah. All right, I, I've actually fought with this. Deta- I've actually been fighting with a detached retina for the last five years. Like, <laughs> holy shit. 
Like then I would be like, wait, wait, how the fuck for five years? But why all of a sudden now you put out? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, then I would, uh, then I would jump on the bandwagon and say, yeah, he's ducking. But you can't fake a cut. Yeah. And uh, the reason why you say I can't, you can't fake a cut because you can't stage a cut that good mm-hmm. because that could have blinded him. That, that could have de- that could have detached mm-hmm. his retina. Like look. Like a freak accident that happened to Earl Spence before the Pacquiao fight. That yeah, was a freak accident. Mm-hmm. That was just he got hit in the he got hit in the spot that just detaches retina. I yeah. I think it's just kind of it's just hard to believe because like we know we we joked about it and everything and it just came too close. So I think that's why for me it was kind of hard to believe. But I guess it's one of those situations where like it's just it was just a coincidence that that happened weeks, couple weeks before the actual fight was going to happen. Yeah, and I think that's the, the case. But the Saudi prince. Most likely hears this show, and hears every other show, and mm-hmm. put a stipulation. Beerit, what is the stipulation now going to May eighteenth? <laughs> so the stipulation is, is uh, okay. So if any of them backs out of the May eighteenth fight for no, for, does it matter? Does it matter? Basically, legit or not legit? Right, right, legit. They're they're, they're going to be what penalized for ten million dollars. Now it's not coming out of your purse. It's coming. It's not going to be deducted from your purse. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out of your personal bank account. Bank account. Yep. Like so, you can so the money that he's offered these fuckers a fight on May 18th is untouched. It's an escrow. Yep, they can't touch that money. So you, legally, it's not your money. It's just it's sitting in an account. Yeah, to be ready to be deposited into your own account. So that means if Fury in a couple of weeks decides I can't do a 18th amount, contractively, Tyson Fury has to fucking give Usyk a check for ten million dollars. Yeah. And I know people are like, well, what about Usyk? Usyk does too. But we're just saying, you know, most likely, if anyone's pulling out of this one. Honestly, yeah, it's going to be Usyk. But yeah, yep, that's the that's the deal. They, they, yep, they I have think that's a great deal. cough up $10 million. I think that's a great deal. It is. I think that's, the, okay, cool. All right. Don't fuck up. Basically, he's the side of the like, mm-hmm. don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Yep. Like, be, yeah, make this fight happen. May 18th, I need it to happen. You know, I got a lot of money riding here. Yeah, he does, man. Because how many refunds did they have to issue? I'm how sure many lot, people man. had to cancel the reservation to the hotels? You know, this That's this was so going to be a big event for them. Undisputed Championship for what? You were going to have c- celebrities around the world come see this fight. Yeah, too. Mainly for them, but yeah, you're right. But you know how much revenue yeah, they lost? Yeah. A whole how lot, much dude. tourism they lost because of this fuck up? So guess what? So not only are you going to... Now you now you're gonna feel my financial pain because you're gonna have to cut a check to this guy now. Yeah. So I fucking shout out to the Saudi prince. Yeah, no, for real, shout, shout out, out to the Saudi excellence. Yeah. Shout out to the excellency. <laughs> I totally agree. So, nice yeah, sadly, it's not gonna happen. Not for um, not for this month. Um, I I could be wrong. But I think that is it. Really. The, uh, hold on, is it? That's what I got so far. Yeah. Hold on. Give me a second. I got, I got a, I got a couple. I got a couple. Of no, if you got some, yeah, go ahead. Uh, da, 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 Tia Lopez. Which, which we're going to talk about him right now. Uh, Fury injured. Mungia stops writer. You know what? Can, can we? I don't know if I went on the Timothy Bradley rant last week. Yeah, and I got a little heated. I'm still going to get heated. Did you hear his comments about that? Canelo Alvarez wishes he was Jaime Mungia. And he got the love the Bungia got. You know, I did. I don't know if I. I know I didn't want to bring it up because I'm just like that's another shitty thing that. That's for a Skip Tim- Bayless thing to say. <laughs> but did you also hear the rumor? That he says that he has it on the good authority that Canelo's going to fight Jamal, and after that he's going to fight Earl Spence. 
How the fuck does he know? He has a good authority. <laughs> I don't know whose authority is. Exactly. How the fuck does he? Yeah, no. The thing about Timothy Bradley, and I said it last week, and I'm going to say it this week. He's like certain people that I that I don't know personally, but I, um, he's like certain podcasters. Do you say shit without backing it up? If you're going to say something, say your source. Not, I have it on the good authority. Who's the authority? <laughs> Leak it out. You're not a reporter. You're not held to a standard. You're a fucking, you're just a fucking, you're just an idiot that put the mic, they put a mic in front of. The reason I'm mentioning this, because Timothy Bradley is giving up two platforms. He's given ESPN to talk shit. And he's given Probox TV. Now, ESPN, they're a bunch of dick divers. Shout out yeah. to ESPN, Top yeah. Rank. I'm sorry, let me, let, me, let me retract that. Top Rank are a bunch of dick divers. Let me rephrase that one more time. <laughs> because I don't want to disrespect ESPN and Top Rank. <laughs> top Rank announcers are a bunch of fucking cocksuckers. They're a bunch of kiss asses. Bias fucks. Top rank as a promotion, great promoters, great mm-hmm. promotion. I, I myself would actually, if I had a child that was up in, an up and coming fighter, and I knew he was the next big thing, and I had a con, and I had Matchroom Eddie Hearn and Oscar De La Hoya's go to my promotions, Al mm-hmm. Heyman, and I had old Bobby who would probably still be alive at at age one hundred and twenty. <laughs> I would sign with old Bobby. I trust Bobby. He's been in the sport long enough since 1966. He's actually promoted the biggest fights in boxing, and he knows he knows when you know what he knows more than than all these other promoters that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. He knows how to build superstars. That, yeah, that's true. So no yeah. disrespect to Bob Arum and Top Rank, but your announcers Joey Tessitore and Tim Bradley get in, get a microphone to basically blow, basically jerk off and blow your <laughs> fighters. Bradley is the biggest blowjob hack there. Yeah, he there really is. is. So to me, there's no validity of what this fucker says. It is just him throwing shit against the wall and hoping it sticks. And what pisses me off is that he gets two platforms to do it on. Like I said, he does it on ESPN, yeah, ringside, and he does it on Pro Box TV. And now, I just recently started getting into Pro Box TV. I know guys like Roy Jones are in it. Yeah, guys like Polly Malanaji. Guys like Malanaji, but I want to say that right because how people get his fucking name right, they call him, you know, Malazani or whatever. No, Malanaji, I don't know. Malanaji. Yeah, Malanaji. He's, he's a podcast, he's whatever. Uh, and Chris Algieri and, and many other, like Antonio Barrera, uh, Marquez are on it. Marquez, a lot of fighters are on Pro Box TV. It's a, it's a new platform. I say go check Fire, it out because it's showing. Marquez. What I like about them is they're showing up in comers. There's a platform that's showing up in comers. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Pro Box TV. Their newest addition are right now. Teddy Alice, which I have nothing against Teddy. I just think Teddy's a Teddy's a character. He really is. Teddy's a fireman. We're a fireman. Yeah. <laughs> We're living the heat. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy's percentage of being right is some is it. It's off and on. He sometimes mm-hmm. he says real good shit that like yeah, oh damn, yeah, yeah. and sometimes he just says like what the fuck. <laughs> so, but I give Teddy a pass, you know, because it's Teddy. I don't give a pass to Timmy the fucking Bradley, old Timmy. I don't give him a pass. I don't give him a pass because your only claim to fame is Robbie Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> your claim to fame is that you took too many unnecessary punches against Ruslan from Nakakov, whatever. <laughs> Shut up. 
Your claim to fame is that you lost to Jesse Vargas. Oh man! In I, which that, the sent me that video in which recently. the ref stopped the fucking fight, but then said, "Oh damn, I can't piss off old Bobby here." Uh hey, hey no, no, keep fighting with only ten seconds left. Like, what the fuck, bro? You should have let him. Okay, Tim Bradley is the, the last person that should comment about shit. You're the Skip Bayless of boxing. Stephen A. Smith knows more than you. I'm sorry <laughs> to say that. When I hear him say that Jaime Munguia is, is in a position where the Canelo would like, it is blasphemy. Oh, Jesus, man. When I hear him say, I have it on the good authority that, you know, Tell Canelo Alvarez in a fight, Earl Spence. When he criticizes guys like Ryan Garcia and says the shit that he said, and I, and I went on my rant, I'm not going to reiterate that. You guys can check episode 261. You guys heard that. It pisses me off that this guy's allowed a platform to say this mm-hmm. type of shit. I get it. Some people, you need, some people need to say shit for shock and all. Pretty much. That's what, it's, that's what it looks like. In a sport that's already... Sorry to say, a joke at the, at times with the YouTube fighters, with fighters acting crazy out, in, outside, in and outside the ring. Timothy Bradley doesn't do boxing any help by opening his fucking mouth. No, not at all. Sorry. And, and, and anybody um, anybody who listens to the show and says, oh, you know what? Tim Bradley's not that bad. He's very insightful. No, he's not. No, he's not. He has not one insight into boxing he'll read he reiterates whatever Joey Tessitore says he piggybacked or contradicted everything Andre Ward would say that made sense um as a fighter he was decent but not a world beater <laughs> the the his calling his calling was never boxing for some reason it's a shock a shock jock boxing analyst is what it is mm-hmm so that's what he's becoming. That's he's what be- he is. Yeah, that's that's what he is. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer? No, never. Oh man, never. Of, his own peers. A lot of fighters are saying that. He's, I'm sorry, he's not Hall of Fame. That Hall of Fame material. You're material. Not. You're not. You're just not. So I just wanted to point that out there because, like I said, that I don't want to. Like I said he just comes out and just again throws shit against the wall and hopes it sticks. <laughs> and 2024 is the year of you're not going to say shit unless you have proof. Yeah. That goes to boxing commentators. That goes to podcasters. That goes to anyone in general. In you general. cannot say false shit. You cannot say a statement unless you have something to back it up with. Just saying, I have it on a good authority a is good no authority. longer gonna go. Is no longer gonna fly on this show. <laughs> you better tell me what's up. Yeah. Because if not, then shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> All right, man. Oh man. You said that was the last one, right? That was really the last one, yeah. Uh, what I got, yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the main event. Tomorrow night at the Michelobocho Arena, the former undisputed light. Yes, I said it, former undisputed lightweight champ, because if it wasn't for Lomachenko trying to franchise himself, <laughs> Tiafimo Lopez would have these belts. I'm sorry, Gabe, but you know that's true. We'll argue about this to the end of times. But who was Devin Haney? <laughs> who was Devin Haney? The guy who beat Lomachenko, so it doesn't fucking matter, right? All right. Former undisputed lightweight champion, current undisputed junior welterweight champion, the WBO ring magazine champ, Teofimo Lopez, tangles with 
young contender, Jermaine Ortiz, ladies and gentlemen, these are our predictions. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Hey. Hey, woman. <laughs> hey, woman with the real man. Hey, Creed. Come on, Creed. Come on, Creed. Come on, jump. You know, jump. <laughs> jump. Don't touch me. I want no what was it? What do you say? I want no has been touching me. <laughs> I want no has been touching me. What do you want to do, Creed? Come on, Creed. Jump. Come on, Creed. Come on. Uh, Apollo would have fucked him up. Oh, he would have. Oh, fuck. Uh, he would have. Apollo would have fucked him up. Uh, we were kind of hoping to see that in the fourth one, but no. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I'm, that's the fight you should have made him in the club. Know, right? <laughs> you did you before that did did you like did you ever see that um on YouTube like when he was the making of when he was like um cutting scenes for Rocky Four when he was asked you know would you change that would you still kill him off he said that he would basically be like a Freddie Roach type trainer something like that basically say, I'll I'll probably just paralyze him he says being up in the wheelchair and he he will play the role of Mickey. I'm just like, man, if only he did not done I that. think that would have been great, but then that would have literally killed off Rocky Five and Rocky Balboa. Think so? Yeah. And then that would have killed the whole Creed franchise. Ah. Because he's alive. He's alive, huh? Yeah. Like you'd have to rewrite almost the whole Rocky anthology. That's so that. true. In That's so true. I yeah. would have done the same thing. I think yeah. you know, I think Apollo was a character enough to, to see him like be paralyzed. But still had the eye of the tiger, but no longer in the ring, but outside of the ring. Outside of the ring, yeah. That would have been his eye of the tiger that he True. still had the hunger, but now he has to be the trainer. Yep. Yeah, he has to be Duke. Duke, there we go. Yep. But, in, but in a wheelchair. In the Yeah, in the wheelchair. That would have been, it, it, but it also would have been a rip off a kickboxer. Ah, you're right. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> exactly. People would have said he stole it from Van Damme. He stole it from Van Damme. Yeah, that's very true. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Teofimo Lopez, Jermaine Ortiz, both guys weighed in at today in the last, what, fucking five hours. Mm-hmm. They weighed in at both 139.6 pounds. They literally made it to the weight limit of 140 both the guys are young, hungry, ready to go. B Ray, who you got? What's your predictions? Uh, how I see it, two things could happen. Um, I actually see well for the two outcomes that I'm about to mention. I I actually do see Teofimo Lopez winning this fight. Both of the of the outcomes that might, might happen. Right, uh, it, it ends by decision, in my opinion. This goes twelve fucking rounds. Uh, this is how it, I, I really believe it. Okay, I, I, the knockout for sure. That is how do you say like that's like a, a big stamp. So I am hoping for a knockout. I really am, but for this one, um, I'm like I don't really don't see it. Sorry, I think th- this will go twelve rounds. I think Teal likes to show. It wants to show his uh, his skills here. So two things really of the outcome. You could see right now we're watching Teofimo Lopez versus Josh Taylor. And this guy, my God, he's just showboating. Bunch of, he has a lot of confidence. I mean, I think we're, that's one that I'm, we might see. Maybe like the first four rounds, right? It's going to be, you're going to see Teo very focused. And after four or five rounds, he's going to get really, really comfortable, really, really confident. And you're going to start seeing shit like this, man. He's gonna be just showboating. He's gonna be outboxing him. That that's something I I expect. I think it might happen, right? Or the other one is Teal's gonna have a long fucking night, pretty much suffering in this fight. 
having a hard time figuring out this guy. And he barely escapes with this victory with a fucking, uh, with a decision. I'm leaning more towards of what, what I mentioned the first one, the first scenario, what might happen. Because I, what I'm seeing is, yes, he looks he looks very focused. He really wants to show to everyone that he is what he says he is. But it's kind of hard to still think there's a possibility he might fucking suffer. Because lately, he has been showing, like you said, this guy, his dick is really hard. For these, you know, for these uh, big fights and for fighters where he's really expected to win, he, he's shown that he's, you know, he, he kind of has a hard, hard time. He just, he suffers a bit. So you think he, he struggles. So he kind of has like we, we said, the Cambos, like the Cambosa syndrome. The Cambosa syndrome, basically. They yes. that for guys like Kim, he didn't get up for, for guys yeah. like, for guys like Loma and, and, uh, and, Ch- and Taylor. He got up for, do so you think that, that he might not be up for this one? It's a possibility he may not be up for this one, but um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that actually he is gonna you know show up with this fight with that mentality like this is a big fight and he's gonna bring his A game because if if he does the same mistakes that he did with like Ambrose's and uh, who else was it against um Andrew uh, Andrew Martin uh, Sandra Martin then to me it's like damn this guy has not much learned yet but I'm. Kind of confident that we're going to see the best of Teal tomorrow night. I think we're going to see that. We're going to see like how how smart he is in the ring, how strong he is. Basically, he's going to show how fucking great Teal Fimo Lopez is, and that you know he does. And he's going to show everyone that he does deserve to be called the man, the champion of that division. Okay. So I, I tip that really honestly because I've seen this guy, this Ortiz, it's Ortiz, right? Jermaine Ortiz. Mm-hmm. I've seen him. You know, I've seen this couple fights on on uh, on YouTube. I don't know, no disrespect, not too special, but again, we kind of said the same thing with what with Cambosas, and look what happened. He he struggled. He had a long night. Well, with Cambosas, he hasn't really lived up to that moment when he beat him, right? Yeah, when yeah, he beat him. Like, no, not so really. It's, so it's kind of like, how can I say it? It's the same thing I've said about Crawford's resume, resume right? If Spen comes back and looks good, it makes Crawford's win look better. Mm-hmm. If Spence comes back and looks like shit, all it does is prove Crawford yeah. just got him. Got him. He got him. Tank, he already got him softened up. Yep. Um. Instead, this it makes it actually just proves Teofimo Lopez was in that fight compromised. Compromised. Yep. Because look what Cambosa's been able to do since then. Lost twice against uh, Devin Haney. Devin Haney. He's going against Lomachenko, and Lomachenko beats him and beats him easily. That makes him down, and especially that the comparison of both the fighters. Comparison, yeah. If Lomachenko beats Cambosas, that actually then shows that that night Tiafimo Lopez was walking into MSG, you know, compromise, compromise, compromise exactly. Yeah. Um, the Sandra Martin one, I think he was going through a lot of fucking mental than physical stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, divorcing his wife, custody battle, um, people doubting you. I think. Th- it was just a a, a war will of just emotion for him, yeah. and that one, and here you saw him get up for Josh Taylor because I think he knew where he was at. Um, I like your prediction. I think it's a it, it is the thing is with Teofimo Lopez. You don't know what you're getting with Teofimo Lopez. No. It's kind of hard to pinpoint Teo. Yeah, that's are, you get, are you are you going to get the showman that we saw against Josh Taylor? Or are we going to get the Sandra Martin, George Camboza, Teofimo Lopez? Because right now he kind of has that he kind of has that reputation of a guy that he needs the A list opponent 
to get up for. And yeah. these guys, he's not really. Um, like I said again, George Cambosas. I uh, George Cambosa was just in the at the right time, the under the right circumstances. I feel that George Cambosa that night was gonna beat Teofimo Lopez. He he ate, sleep, fucking pissed Teofimo Lopez. That guy focused on Teo for one whole year while Teo was kind of living his best life. Mm-hmm. He was still riding the Lomachenko wave. Yeah. Cambosa was just solely focused on this guy. That he knew all the shots that Teo was going to show oh, before. Oh, yeah. So he was... Tio, I think 100% Teo Fimo Lopez would have probably won, but I think he would have struggled in that fight. Yeah. Um, and you saw it against Sander Martin. I think he beat Sander Martin. I think he beat him. Sander Martin's good, uh, but I think Teal just slightly edged that fight, mm-hmm. and I think he won it. Um, against Jermaine Ortiz, um, his what notable win? I'm looking at his resume. is currently right now. Current, current uh, his notable fight. I'm sorry, is against Lomachenko, which he lost. Uh, he since then won a unanimous decision um, in Corpus Crispy. Christie, sorry, Christy. <laughs> I'm hungry. Crispy Cream. Um, but other than that, I mean, they call him the technician. I, I, he, you know, seventeen wins, one, uh, one loss, one draw, eight knockouts. Um, he's a technician. I, 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 I've seen tapes of him. There's nothing really special about him. But there wasn't nothing really special about Cambosa. Yeah, Cambosa was able to accomplish what he did. Um, there's nothing really special about Sandra Martin. Sandra Martin gave him problems. But like I just pointed out. In those two situations, one of them he was tainted. He was he was uh, not tainted up. He was compromised. Yeah. And the second one, I think he was going through a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, a divorce, custody battle. There's a lot of shit happening. Mm-hmm. I think in this one, I think he's learned to. I hope so. I think he's learned he to. Got his. Uh, he, I'm sorry. It's just. It's just. Like he, he got his son. Right. He was saying about how his son motivates him. So I hope that what helping him even more. Yeah, I think so. I think. I think uh, I think t- tomorrow night. I think Tio, we're going to see. I I think we're going to see a vintage Teofimo Lopez. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think the first couple rounds are going to be competitive. I think the technician's going to be pretty good at keeping a good pace, keeping a good distance, possibly landing a couple shots against Tio. I think we're going to be probably sh- shocked how good he's keeping up. Yeah, but I think Teofimo Lopez been to the top. Fought the elite. He's actually decisively beating two elite fighters. Will know when to step it up, when to yeah. level up, and show there's a difference in skills. And I think he will. And I think that's when you're going to see when. And that's when he's going to start winning the rounds. He's going to start slapping them around, <laughs> showboating, give everyone a show. And I think that Jermaine Ortiz will then become gun-shy because the thing about Teal, he's very awkward with his shots. He is. And when and I think a guy like him, by that time when he gets his rhythm on, he just go he starts flowing like jazz. There ain't no fucking Yeah. Like he's just fucking going. Like he <laughs> goes with the flow that <laughs> he night. Does, yep. There's nothing logical about what he's gonna do. And I think Jermaine Ortiz rather walk out with the decision loss than Walk out on then walk out of the stadium knowing he was on his back. Yeah, um, I don't. I think, I think he'll be gun shy. I think Teal wins a decision, but I think it'll be a massive performance. I think he's just gonna pill, beat him from pillar to post. 
I just think that skill wise, I think level wise, I think Jermaine Ortiz is that he's just that guy that if you're not it, if you're not at your best, if you're overlooking me, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it a long night for you. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make it a long, fucked up night for you if you're overlooking me. If you didn't train for me, hey, you best better have an excuse because I'm going to beat you tonight. He's that guy. You know what I mean? He's, because they call him the technician. He's very up and down, nothing really special. Yeah, nice, decent jab, nice, uh, nice straight right hand, you know, decent foot movement, nothing special, nothing. He's not a mm-hmm. world beater. No disrespect to him, but he's not a world beater. Yeah, he gave Lomachenko problems, but when Lomachenko needed to step it up, he stepped it up, and and fucking he got the win. Yeah, it was just to happen to be that everyone thought that Lomachenko was gonna blow this kid out of the water, and instead this kid kept up with Loma until Loma did a couple adjustments, and then he finally set himself set himself uh, apart from from this kid. I think the same situation, different is I think Lomachenko. He's no longer Domashenko, so I think mm-hmm. that's why I think you're facing a kid not even hitting his fucking prime yet. Oh, man. I think, uh, like I said, I, I, I say it's competitive for three rounds, maybe four. After that, Teal's probably got a good rhythm going. I think Teal will start establishing the his his game plan. I think he'll be in and out as soon as he kind of figures, as soon as he times the jab, as soon as he times the right hand. As soon as he realizes that Jermaine Ortiz has nothing else to offer him, that's when you're going to see the fucking, you know, the freelancing, the freestyling of mm-hmm. of, uh, of Teofimo Lopez yeah. darting in and out, doing little fucking, you know, you know, show me. Just be a show me. He's going to throw on a show that night. And I think he's going to win a decision. I think he's going to win a unanimous decision. I think, I think he's matured enough to realize, I don't have to get the knockout. I just got to look good doing it. Yeah. I just got to look good. And like I said, I think Jermaine Ortiz will probably be like, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna engage this guy because this is a rivalry from the Golden Gloves. Yeah. So you know, and usually nine out of ten times, guys that lost at the Golden Gloves to another opponent end up avenging that loss because they're just different. Yeah. And I think I think here Jermaine Ortiz beat Teofimo Lopez in the amateurs. I think so. And I think Teo was like, all right, cool, you beat me. Okay, cool. It was the amateurs, bro? This is the pros. Difference, mm-hmm. <laughs> different. I I got Teal winning by unanimous unanimous decision yeah. here. I think just Teal right now is just the Teal that I saw for the Cambosas fight. The Teal that I saw, and I'm talking about before the fight. The Teal that I saw for the San Martin fight just seemed like a guy he was forced to sell a fight. Mm-hmm. Like oh, okay, this one seems calm, relaxed, very relaxed. He was on a press tour. He was didn't seem phased by anything. He was no. kind of like, I'm selling this fight. Tune mm-hmm. in February 8th. Fucking Michelob Ultra Arena. Against Camboza, he was just fucking over the top. Fucking, oh, I got Bud Light. I got that. It was just like, dude, just calm it down. Against Santa Martin, he just was just over the top. Like, it was almost like he was trying to convince himself. Yeah. I'm going to win this fight. Here it's more like, psh, yo, man, I I know where I'm at, I know what I, I know what it takes to be here. I am not gonna let this fucker take it away from me because beating him it sets up the next fight. He knows what's gonna happen. He knows he has to get through this guy 
to get to the Devin Haney's, to get the tank, the tank, to get to Ryan, to get to Roley. He knows he has to get to this. Mm-hmm. To get Crawford's attention, he knows he has to get this shit. <laughs> so he knows it. He's not overlooking this guy. He knows he has to get. Yeah. Where I think he made the mistake against Camboza was, shit, I'm a, man, I'm going to smoke this motherfucker in one round, and then I'm going to fight Josh Taylor back here at MSG again in the big arena because I deserve the big arena, and then Josh Taylor, and Josh Taylor, and Josh Taylor, and Josh Taylor, and I'm a, And Camboza's like, motherfucker, you're not fighting Josh Taylor. You're fighting me. <laughs> but... But if you notice that 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 attitude of his was just like, and then the Sandra Martin when he was just fucking like, you know, like out of there, he was just yelling at him like, oh, I'm gonna beat him, oh. like he was acting like a tough guy in New York that night. And then, if you notice the Josh Taylor fight, promoted the fight, went back, went into training, trained. When he needed to do media day, he did media mm-hmm. day, and then showed up and he did a fucking the, his second greatest performance of his career. Yeah, he did. And what's he doing right now? He promotes. He did the. He promoted the fight right now. He went to training camp. He's doing his media day, and to get start. Like I said, look at what he does outside the ring for his two, his mm-hmm. three most notable, notable questionable losses and and wins, and tell me the difference between what you're seeing. Like you could tell the difference between what you're seeing. This this is a calm and cool collective fighter right now. Yeah, yeah. This is a fighter that right now has a lot of stuff. Has a lot of stuff writing for himself, but he's not letting the pressures get to him. Mm-mm. He has a brand new contract with Tamp Rank. He does. He he already knows what he wants to do after this fight, but knows he has this guy in front of him. He knows that this is the type of guy that you don't overlook. He even said it on Pro Box TV with Polly. I don't want the reputation to be because Polly goes, you kind of have, the, you have the reputation of the guy. You're like Tyson Fury. He goes. You don't get up for the small fights, but for the big fights, you you fucking show up and you show off. For the small fights, you don't show up mm-hmm. and you end, you you put yourself in danger. I don't I don't think so. I think if you really really dig into it, all these fucking fights, there was something going on for him. Yeah, Camboza's fucking. He spent the whole fucking year debating: Am I gonna fight? Am I gonna fight yeah. him or not? The thriller fucked up. COVID, oh, COVID thriller. thriller fucked up. COVID fucked up. Am I going to fight him? Yes or no? Fuck, you know what? I'm going to go do me. I'm going to go party. You know, I'm going to go fucking do what I want right now because mm-hmm. I'm the fucking undisputed champ. Do what I want. You know, he's 23 years 26, old. 26, I believe. So when he like won that? the belt? When he won the belt. I'm sorry, you're right. When he won the belt, 23 years 23 old. 23 years old. You won the belt. Very what did young. you expect? You got the fucking world in the palm of your hand right now. You're on the pound for pound list for fuck's sake. What did you expect him to do? Of course you're going to overlook this fucking Aussie, dude. I think also, too, people need to think about this. He beat the man that a lot of people regarded was the best fighter in the world. He's better than Ali. You know? He's better than Floyd. Right? He's better than Pernell Whitaker. I don't want to compare him he to... He would beat Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard, exactly, right? I don't want to compare him to, like, the way he reacted or the way he got... Duran, he Duran, to, to, Duran. He Duran did. Oh, he... I, I, I don't want to compare because Duran went fucking nuts, but that's come close to it. Right? What did Durant said? I felt like I was the king of fucking New York. <laughs> what 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 did he just do? He had, he had beaten Lomachenko. Exactly. He beaten the guy you know. that everybody said was yep. the, is the greatest, the yeah. next great, the next great white hope. Well, I mean, Lopez didn't put on crazy weight, but you get, get what I mean. Like, yeah, but, but, he, but, yeah. but he felt like he was the king of New York. You got Thriller offering you this stupid amount of money. Yeah. 
I'm like, oh fuck. And then you got the and then the zone comes back. Got it. Yep. You're like, oh fuck, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm the star here. Everyone from from us to every other boxing podcast was praising him. Remember, I praised him after the yeah, fight. I dude. fucking I praised Me him. Too. I was thrilled that he won that fucking fight. Everybody, man. like there were, I, I, I doubt there were any co- unless a new star was only born, only the Lomachenko dick divers were talking shit. But other than that, people were praising him, <laughs> praising him. You you don't think he read the comments? Yeah. Like, man, they they fucking love me. <laughs> they fucking love me. I remember the day after somebody posted a video of Ric Flair going, "The pay the man, you gotta beat the man." Um, the man and the captain reads Lopez right now. Do you remember Lopez right yeah, now? Dude, like, he was. So what did you expect? He's 23 years old. You're the champion of the world. Everybody in the boxing world respects you. They're calling you the next big fucking star. Yeah, dude. Like even I said, he's bit you right now at this moment. He surpassed his classmates. He did. Remember, I said everything about him. Remember, yeah, I did. said it. You don't think he read it? You don't think he fucking saw this? He goes, fuck yeah. And then you spend a whole year postponed because, you know, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't Thriller's fucking financials, it was the, it was COVID-19 that just kept fucking and postponing. And it was just like, man, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm 23 years old. I want to go celebrate this. I want to, either I'm in the ring or I'm going to go celebrate. (laughs) He wants to go celebrate, (laughs) you know? And so what do you expect? And so Mm -hmm. now then going into the fucking uh, Sander Martyr fight, well, he says he hurt his hand, but he, That's was, he, one, but he was going through something. He divorced his wife. His wife left him. I've heard about that. I don't know the whole story, but the wife, the, the like wife that. left him. The wife, the wife, I think, put a restraining order on him. She wasn't allowing him to see his kid because she said he because she said he was he was medically he was mentally unstable. Like, bro, like there's a lot of shit that goes down. Like, I think you know uh, physically yeah he looks in shape but it, mentally like this kid wasn't there for that fight yeah you know so like again what what do you expect you know when he okay he found Sander Martin but what like and, and so i think those two fights are still haunting him and he knows that the fact that he's aware that those are the fight that everyone is thinking that that he's a, he he's aware that Jermaine Ortiz's mm-hmm. team is aware that he doesn't get up for guys like him yeah that's why I'm going with the prediction. I think he'll be competitive. I think uh, I think the levels will show, and I think I think Teal's just gonna take is gonna just change, switch gears and yeah. Pfft. I think that's and I be. think and I think Ortiz's gonna be like, oh fuck, I'm not gonna I'm, not, I'm you know I'm just gonna cover up. I'm gonna just try to survive the next couple rounds, and just you know walk away with a decision lost and be become a highlight reel for this kid. Fuck, yeah. I am not gonna be a highlight reel for this guy. And I think Ortiz <laughs> wins. I mean, Ortiz, I think uh, Teofimo Lopez wins, and I think. Who he fights next? That's, That's the question I'm going to ask you. If he wins this fight, who 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 he fights next, or who should he really fight next? Well, right now we're waiting to hear what happens. With the, I still think David Haney and Ryan is going to happen. Yeah, it looks like it. I don't I think, want that to happen. I think yeah. that's that's like right now at eighty percent. I want to say it's one of those fights where like it's not necessary, man, for Ryan. But all right, Tank. I don't know. I know Tank's talking about fighting fucking Conor Ben. That's oh I, I can't believe we didn't yeah it's not even worth it. We'll not talk really about it tomorrow. Think so. I guess so. Whatever we don't cover tonight, we'll cover tomorrow. It's not even a, we have. Uh, you're we're, right, we're, totally we're, right. We're gonna have an hour before the show starts. We're, we're gonna have a lot to cover anyway. <laughs> even Deloitte goes like, wait, 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 wait. He fights at what one thirty five, one forty, Connor Ben one forty, one fifty four. Like how's that gonna happen? <laughs> so yeah, it's such a question. But you're right with Tank. Yeah, it looks like he. I don't know. It looks like he's Crawford's not gonna fight you. No, Crawford's not gonna. I think Crawford. I think he's done one forty seven. No, Crawford. Crawford's just busy trying to get himself that. Canelo fight. 
He's in Amir Khan himself right now. He's gonna wait for Canelo. He he thinks he's that he thinks he's that big that Canelo's gonna and guess what? Canelo Canelo doesn't mind holding you off. No, <laughs> I don't need you. You need me, puto. Um, the only yeah, I'm gonna I'm talk out of my ass here, but the only I'm gonna talk out of my ass. With what I I think I think Tio's hoping that Roly wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did say about how like. I don't know. He also did an interview saying, like, yeah, you know, he has a back problem. No, no one knew about that? Yeah. That's, and, that's why I know some and, shit. And, and Tio leaked, leaked footage of him sparring Roly, and he was beating the shit out of Roly. <laughs> like, they were friends. Like, now, no, 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 we're not friends. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think maybe, like, there are friends, but he's probably looking at us like, hey, man, we're friends, but in boxing world, man, I mean. No, 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 we're not friends. Like, I leaked that footage of beating your ass. We're not friends anymore, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm not. No, no, we're not friends. Oh, you thought we were friends? You know what, bitch? You disrespected me. You just posted a video on me. What the? You, fuck? you know what? Then maybe he should be. I just think right now, maybe he should be next. If he if he ta- if he wins tomorrow night, he should try to negotiate a fight with Roley. If actually the winner of Roley and Pitbull Cruz, I forgot he is fighting March thirtieth. Maybe he should try to look into that. But I, I know, know I know Subir 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 or Subit Matisse. Is, oh, Matisse uh-huh. is supposedly no longer without Heyman. I know that he's talking. That's about, the rumor I heard. Yes, he's talking about Matchroom and Eddie might want to do it. Um, yeah, because I don't see him anybody else. I don't see him fighting. Matisse might be another. One. I don't see him fighting Jose Ramirez. That's not a fight to make. I don't see him fighting Arnold Barboza as much as Barboza. I think I think Barboza would line themselves up to be the contender. I don't just I just don't see him fighting any of those guys. Um, I do see him possibly moving up to welterweight if he looks at it like, look, okay, if they're not going to fight me at 140, I already know these guys are going to move up to 147 mm-hmm. soon. Let me go up there and beat whoever the number one guy is. Yeah. Because I know that he wants Crawford because he feel he wants to get the, the triple threat. He wants to get the triple crown. I get I get it, yeah. Beat all three top guys in the division, which mm-hmm. he says, you know, technically, yeah, I'm not undisputed, but I knocked off the number one guy in each division. Tolomachenko, 135. Um, Josh Taylor at 140, and right now Crawford's the number one guy. I mean, if if the fu- let's it doesn't say, have to be for the belt, but I just want that. That right? I mean, if if let's say for some reason that does fight happen 147, yeah, it's it's uh it, it would look great on paper, but I'll, I'll just simply say I'm I'm not gonna like Lopez's chances. Well, Crawford Crawford is outgrowing that division. He is. Can Crawford make that fight? And can make that division? Can make it? Yeah, that's the thing too that might benefit. Lopez, where like youth is on his head at this moment, right? Youth, and it, it's one of those situations where like you it's know, youth Crawford, versus experience. Experience, Crawford might struggle a little bit because of you know he he's he even said it he struggled making one forty seven against Spence, so that Lopez might have that advantage, but still at the same time, like Crawford might do enough to win, but at the same time, it still spark interest. I, I will still love that. That I would be hate it. That would be an interesting fight. Very actually. interesting fucking fight, but um, but I. How do you say it? But uh, I don't expect it to happen very, you know, next. Uh, I do believe either, uh, like, the winner, Roly Pitbull Cruz, or um, Matias. Probably, I think those are the two fights I think he, he might fight next. Matias is the only fight that makes sense, but I think Matias is planning to do a Puerto Rico fight. Okay. I think he's going to do a com- uh, homecoming fight. Homecoming fight. The only logical right now is the winner of Pitbull versus Roly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Matias, I think Haney will be tied up with Ryan right now. Brian, he's right now tied up with them until March, no April, uh, April, April twentieth. There's there. Uh, Technically, they should be announcing in the next week or two. Yeah, because if it's in April, yeah, they should be announcing it sometime this month. Yeah, so it should be coming up soon. Um, 
And then for Jermaine Ortiz, depending on the performance, he probably he probably moves back down to 135 where he stays at 140 and just scratches and claws himself back to the top, back back to content back to contention again. Mm-hmm. But Teal Teal has Teal has options, but right now to be at 140 just looks thin for him. It just looks real thin. Who does uh for Teal? Teal, really? You think he's outgrowing already? That no, division? but the division's pretty thin at the moment because all the top guys don't want to fight. Mm-hmm. Tank hasn't made an announcement. You know, Tank versus Teal would be a good fight, but Tank Tank hasn't made an announcement yeah. where he's going to do it. I kind of question. I was like, can't, I mean, like, like is 147, like, a good division? Like, you know, is, is that a little too big for him? Like, I, I wonder that sometimes. No, I think, I think he has maybe... Two more fights left on one forty. Mm-hmm. I just think that at this moment, there's so much money on the there's so much money on the table, and all these guys think they they deserve the bigger cut. Mm-hmm. That a lot of these fights are not going to happen because of that reason. Because they think you know I'm the star, I'm the star, I'm the star. No one's willing to set aside and be like, all right, fine, you know I'll, I'll take the I'll take the smaller cut. Everyone thinks they're a star. It's like what that person said about Shakur Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. So everyone thinks they're a fucking star right now. Um. Shit, he could possibly. I mean, top rank could even fuck around and say, you know what, to Lomachenko and Cambosos, y'all. If y'all win, we can get you a nice pay per view payday against Teofimo Lopez at the Stratus at the the was it the was it the Stratosphere? Ah, uh, where in, in Vegas? That little. Oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah, they they could. I know what you mean. Yeah, they could do that. Can you imagine, but Cambosos would still be there if Cambosos wins. Yeah, if he wins, that's another thing too. I've been meaning to say like a rematch, but that's only yeah. If Loma wins, I mean, I'm assuming Bobby could offer him a good money, good amount of money to move up to 140. Yeah, if he's willing. If if Loma's winning, because when it when it comes to 140, it, it never seems too good for uh, Loma. Loma doesn't sound like interested in that. money talks. Right, exactly, money talks. But he's never said like going up to 140. I think he said like he feels too small. Money but, talks, but like I said, money talks. You know. That Cambosa's rematch, if if Cambosa wins, it sets up a good rematch. It sets up a good rematch, especially because uh, Haney. I mean Haney, especially because Teal said that he originally was he, he's originally offered Cambosa the fight, and Cambosa's people say no. Wow. Okay. That's what he says. Wow. So we'll right. see. We'll see. Um, but we'll see with you guys tomorrow night. Yes. Yep. 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 So we're gonna be live on Instagram. Um, make sure you guys follow us on the JMBRA Boxing Pod OG. Um, just click on it as soon as you guys see the mm-hmm. notification that we're live. Click on it, interact with us. Um, last time we had a good amount of people interact with us, so go ahead, uh, go ahead and do that. Interact with us. Um, yeah, we're good, right? Oh, we're good. Yeah, totally. I'm gonna yep. even ask yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a like, comment, and share on the page. Also, this episode, episode two sixty two. If you guys are following, if you guys are listening on any podcast platform, make sure you guys give us a five star rating. It helps with the visibility, keeps the lights on. We got stickers available. We got merch. Enter promo code CHINCHECK. Get $15 off any merch on the Jamberry Boxing Catalog. $15 off as when you enter promo code CHINCHECK. Um, new episode of the Ramnecaholics this week. Um, we made the announcement on the page. I'll make an announcement right now. Um, if you guys want any Ramnecaholics content when it, came down, when it comes down to video content, I'm going to rephrase that, video content, it will no longer be on YouTube uh, we're moving the Ramley Alcoholics podcast, not the network, but the podcast to Rumble. So Ramble is now Rumble, or Rumble is Ramble. I don't know how that goes. Well, we're that different. <laughs> so yeah, so anything uh, Ramble Hour, uh, POR, 
anything that anything that has to do with the Ramy Alcoholics podcast content will now be on Rumble. So go ahead and swing the Rumble. But for here, with your Fight Club, will still be on YouTube. Uh, Ships will still be on YouTube. Geek in, Geek Out will still be on YouTube. And any other new show we decide to come out will still be on YouTube. It's just that rambling's too controversial for for YouTube, I guess. And we're yeah. tossing it over to Rumble. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, drink responsibly this week. I mean, it's Wednesday, guys. Really? <laughs> well, you guys will listen Thursday. But it's Thursday, guys. Come on, really? Exactly. Um, and again, join me in B-Ray. Carritas King said he might yeah, make he might make a social appearance on social media. So we'll see what happens. But uh, any B-Ray, anything else? No, that's it. Just, just remember to also get our merch. Support us on that as well. Don't forget to get our damn merch. There you go. Other than that, guys, enjoy yourselves. Hope you guys like this episode. And uh, let's get ready for the show tomorrow night or for you guys today what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul this is all i got this is all i got